have the podcast recording. Canada's Justin Trudeau. Oh no, Trudeau. Let's listen. A new route, something that would tackle this issue at a national level. And so today, we're moving forward. We're introducing legislation to implement a national freeze on handgun ownership. What this means is that it will no longer be possible to buy, sell, transfer, or import handguns anywhere in Canada. In other words, we're capping the market for handguns. Canada's Justin Trudeau, hero to the liberalist of liberalist wackadoos. <laughs> this guy. Um, so out of that, can, okay, Canada, let me get the article open here. Welcome on to Americana, the American way with Big John. There's one little part of the cigar it wasn't lit. Follow me on uh, Twitter and Getter at the real underscore Big John. And welcome along. <laughs> so, sorry, a little out of control because I got a new cigar lighter today. So, here we have it. Toronto, the Associated Press, Canadian Prime Minister, uh... Justin Trudeau's government introduced legislation Monday, which, by the way, Monday Memorial Day is not a holiday in Canada, just for those of you that didn't know that, uh, to put a freeze on... Let me go back a little bit. Justin Trudeau's government introduced legislation Monday to put a freeze on importing, buying, or selling handguns. We are capping the number of gun, handguns in this country. So on the surface, it sounds like if you live in Canada and you already own a handgun, you will be able to keep it. Let's see how that works out and how many people have their themselves put in jail, uh, get put in jail, not have themselves put in jail, get arrested for some petty minor offense, and they say, oh, you you spoke freely. You violated our anti-free speech laws, so we're taking your gun. See how many people, I don't know, run a stop sign, we're taking your gun. You're a danger to society. <laughs> Who knows where these guys will go. Uh, they're so liberal and, and, and such, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, let's just, all right, let's, let's all go to Canada and start robbing shit. They can't stop us now. <laughs> no, can't do that. Just kidding. Um, yeah, Canadians have so little freedom. You know, we saw a few months ago, whatever, during the pandemic, year ago, priests, pastors being arrested. 
for holding church service during the lockdowns, but more importantly, speaking out against the government lockdowns. I mean, they're so socialist, and this is what you want for America, right? I'm glad there are enough of us in our right minds to not want this. Um, not want this kind of behavior in the United States. But our own politicians are coming for our guns and weapons and everything we value. Religion, our free speech, all of it. They're coming for us. Uh, Trudeau went on to say, it will be illegal to buy, sell, transfer, or import handguns anywhere in Canada. So you will not be able to get a handgun in Canada. And the Canadian criminal underworld cheered loudly. Oh, they forgot to tell you that part. Uh, Canada has already planned, has, wait, hold on a second. He mentioned this in the speech, but I don't think I played this part. Canada has already, already has plans to ban 15 types of military style firearms and offer a mandatory buyback program that will begin at the end of the year. A mandatory, the government's going to give people money for their assault rifle, their semi-automatic rifles that they call assault rifles. Uh, and then they're going to force you to sell the government your gun. They want this in the United States. Uh, Canada has already expanded background checks. I don't know the details of that, but obviously our politicians want to expand background checks between uh, or have background checks for private individuals wanting to sell their firearm. So if I want to sell a gun to my friend, I have to take it to a licensed gun dealer and my friend has to go through a background check and uh, at the gun dealer or maybe I would have to sell it to the gun dealer and they hold it for my friend. I don't know how that would work. But one more way for the government to limit your rights and our government's going to say, well, well, Canada did it. Canada's doing it. Let's be cool like them. This brings me to an interesting point. Many years ago, Canada sued the United States over pollution. The theory was that pollution from American factories was causing acid rain in Canada and killing Canadian trees. I don't remember how that lawsuit went, but what happens when illegal gun, well, guns that Canada declares illegal do get transported in there? Are they going to sue the United States, thus giving our government another reason to take away our guns? Justin Trudeau and his, his imbeciles are going to have to learn the hard way. Assholes will be assholes no matter what. 
Now, the liars are going to tell you the United States has the most murders in the world. No. When you go break it down on a percentage, a per capita basis, like say per 1 million people or per 100,000 people, the United States is like 83rd. Now, you say, well, those top, those top 10 countries are third world countries run by warlords and gangs that those are the top in the world as far as gun crime and murder go so look at the developed countries the wealthiest countries in the world the United States is still number 11 per capita based on percentage of people okay that's how you have to look at this because obviously if you have more citizens, you're going to have more crimes. If you take the highest the highest figure for 2020 or 2021, there were 40-some thousand gun deaths in America. Half of those were suicides. If you want to commit suicide, you're going to find a way to do it. So look at the other half. I've quoted this and we got to beat this point to death. You have a very small number of gun murders versus a very large number of lives saved by the defensive use of a gun. Sometimes just holding the gun up to a potential rapist, burglar, bank robber, bank addicted, drug robber, whatever is enough to end the threat of a crime. A crime that could lead in somebody being beaten to death, raped and murdered, beaten to death. Murderers and rapists and robbers will always find a way. I remember when I was a kid, people talked about knives. It was a big thing, you know, a, a kid in New York City got thrown out of school for uh, having a switchblade, you know, it was like in the newspapers, like that was the huge deal. Switchblade knives or knives in general, you know. But, and then somehow more and more people started getting their hands on guns. But that's a whole other thing. Canada is taking, Canada, they never had the right to bear arms, okay. It was always very limited by the go intrusive government, uh, patterned a lot after Great Britain. Uh, Americans' anti-gun lobby can say, of course, you know, look, Canada's doing it. Look, let's be cool like Canada. The Canadians are like America's bitches, okay? They have like a very small army, and we provide protection for this entire continent, all of North America. Nobody wants to kick in the door and fight with Canada because we, they know that will trigger the United States. Nobody would want to kick in Mexico's door and try to overtake them because they know they'd have to fight the United States as well because we would obviously fear an invasion. And we have the biggest military by far, thank the Lord. We are protected in that right. But let's look at what Justin Trudeau and people 
well, what the American media is not talking about. They're all about the school shooting, which is horrendous and tragic, but they're not talking about the 40 people that were killed on May 28th, and or pardon me, 40 people that were shot on May 28th and May 29th. So Memorial Day weekend isn't even over for another 51 minutes. And on Saturday and Sunday alone, 40 people shot in Chicago. That's not glamorous. That's not glorious. And also, the people who had those handguns that shot people in Chicago bought those guns through nefarious means. They bought them off the black market. They bought them off of a friend. Things like that. They didn't go to a gun store and purchase the gun. Let's see what old Kamawa Harris, this ditz, had to say about guns in America. Hopefully it's still... Nope. Of course, it went away on me. Kamala Harris had some uninteresting comments. Uh, it's on students for Trump. Here goes. I will say, as I've said countless times, we are not sitting around waiting to figure out what the solution looks like. You know, we're not looking for a vaccine. We know what works on this. It includes, let's have an assault weapons ban. You know what an assault weapon is? You know how an assault weapon was designed? It was designed for a specific purpose. To kill a lot of human beings quickly. An assault weapon is a weapon of war with no place, no place in a civil society. Why doesn't it have a place in a civil society? Think about that. Why doesn't it? I may need that someday. To defend my neighbor, to defend myself, to defend my country. She doesn't. She doesn't know that. She just thinks, ooh, scary looking gun. Have to have to ban that. I'm scared. Let's reset and come back. Talk some more. Because they're not just coming after your your semi-automatic rifle that they've called an assault rifle. They're coming after other of our our freedoms, other guns, so on and so forth. On the park bench, an old man was sitting there. I said, your old courthouse is kind of run down. He said, Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> sit down. You're out of you're out of line and an embarrassment. Sit down and don't play this No, he needs to get his ass out of here. This isn't the place to talk to us over. Sir, you're out of line. Sir, you're out of line. Sir, you're out of line. Please leave this auditorium. I can't believe you're a sick son of a bitch that would come to a deal like this to make a political issue. You're a sick son of a bitch.
That was Beto O'Rourke. 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 However you say it. Disrupting uh, a press conference with the mayor of Uvalde, Texas, and uh, Governor Abbott. Uh, one of the many press conferences this week after those tragic events. Um, we heard from Kamala Harris. I don't know why I'm saying her name like that. Well, because I hate her. Um, but we we heard from that ditz. In, in is there anybody in that administration that can put together a complete thought, have it have it you know coagulate or I don't know if that's even a word, have it manifest itself in their brain, go through their neural system, neural system. So you listen to Joe Biden talk so long, you start to talk like him. Can anybody process a thought? Have it emanate from the hole in the front of their skull and it be coherent? Kamala Harris sounds like she's a child talking to children. Like, is she talking down to the rest of us? Or is she really that dumb? She sounds like she's got a very limited intelligence and education and in speaking ability and very limited communication skills. And she's saying things in like the simplest terms that it makes her come across as dumb. Well, she is dumb, evidently. It's well documented that how and how she got into San Francisco politics and how she made it in California politics, basically sleeping her way to the top, which is just creepy as shit. But, all right, so we've got Kamalo says, we're not looking for a vaccine, we know the cure, with a, a big asinine joker grin on her face. We have Justin Trudeau outlawing handguns in Canada. Beto O'Rourke already said, hell yes, we're coming after your M16s, your AK-47s, and your AR-15. Now, this is funny. I picked up on this just just now. Biden goes on an anti-gun tirade, suggests there's quote, no rational basis, end quote, for 9mm pistols. Go back to Justin Trudeau's speech a minute ago. He said the government is using rationale. They're thinking rationally. They're doing something rational. Now you've got the President of the United States uttering the same thing. So they think the Biden administration, Kamala Joe, the other goons, Beto, they think they have enough because of this most recent school shooting and the shooting in New York, uh, Buffalo, New York, that they can get semi-automatic rifles outlawed. Oh, heaven help us. Now they're laying the foundation 
for the handguns, the pistols. Now, the audio for this, because I'd love, I'd love to not talk with a cigar in my mouth and expect you to understand what I'm saying, but the audio from this uh, is hard to hear because uh, Biden was getting ready to board Marine One and fly off to God knows where, wherever they put Grandpa for the weekend. Um, but President Biden ranted against ownership of what he called high-caliber weapons Monday, appearing to suggest that there should be restrictions on the most popular handgun in America, the 9mm pistol, and repeating previous debunked claims that the Second Amendment, uh, the Second Amendment prohibits the ownership of cannons. Actually, it does. Speaking to reporters outside the White House after returning to Washington, oh, he was getting off of air, uh, or he was getting off of Marine One, not getting on. Speaking to reporters outside the White House after returning to Washington from a weekend that included a visit to the site of last week's mass shooting in Texas, Biden announced, or Biden recounted a visit to a trauma hospital in New York. Oh, heaven help us. This is probably a lie. But oh well. Where the doctor showed him x-rays of gunshot wounds caused by various fires. This is a freaking lie. Your Biden was lying, excuse me. Not the New York Post necessarily. They're repeating his lie. But Biden was probably lying about this. So, <clears throat> let me reset the, the scene for you. Many moons ago, Joseph Repulsive Biden, for some reason, was visiting a trauma hospital in New York. Even though he's the senator from Delaware, he was visiting a trauma hospital in New York. Maybe when he was, maybe when he was vice president, who knows? He's lying. Uh, he says the doctor showed him x-rays of gunshot wounds caused by various firearms. Oh, yeah, right. They said a 22 caliber bullet will lodge in the lung. We can probably get it out. Maybe be able to get it and save the life, Biden said. End quote. New quote. A, a 9 millimeter bullet blows the lung out of the body. So these high caliber weapons, uh, here, there's simply no rational basis for it in terms of thinking about self-protection hunting, end quote. The president went on. Well, hell no, you don't use a 9mm pistol for hunting. Duh. But it is one of the most popular handguns for self-defense. Uh, it's what I used to have. I used to have a 9mm with hollow point bullets. Um, and I had some full metal jackets too. But for self-defense purposes, I kept the hollow points. So the hollow point hits the body, hits a bone or something solid. It The... the front end of it expands and it stops 
also the expansion causes a bigger wound and uh, incapacitates the person better. But he's saying it will blow your entire lung out of your body. No, Joe, it won't. It could blow chunks of lung out of a out of your body as it passes through if the bullet does not hit any ribs or bones and it goes through your the goes in between the bones in your ribs through the cartilage all right that's pretty easy passes through your lung in a perfectly straight line and then passes through the cartilage in between the bones on the back side of your lungs in a perfectly straight line. But it's not going to blow your entire lung out of your body. And doctors can still patch that lung up and I mean I've had lung major lung surgery not from a bullet hole but for other reasons. It I mean, it's not ideal. It's not something you want to go through. But your body can breathe for on one lung for a while. And you can live to the hospital where they can sew the hole in your lung up. And, you know, you fix the internal, stop the internal bleeding. So I'm starting to talk like Kamala now. Uh, not the Ugandan giant either, Harris. Uh, wrestling fans. Um, but they can repair your lungs. They can patch the holes in you, the external, you know, your skin and your ribs and your muscles. That, that can all be repaired. I've never heard of a 9mm blowing the entire lung out of your body. Uh, I mean, I, I can be wrong, but he he's lying about this. They're just padding or setting the pattern, paving the way for the next phase of disarming the American population so there can be more government control. Let's not even think any further than that. Let's not read between, not try to read between the lines because there are no lines to read between. It's all simple. They use mass hysteria and fear to get us to lock ourselves up. They want to be more like Shanghai and Beijing and, and other countries that locked people down that are the United States government when I say they certain people in that go the government want us to the United States to be like Canada where they froze the bank accounts of the truck protesters the truck drivers that were protesting and they froze the bank accounts of people that were donating money to them and disarming a population is one way of doing this. And then they'll send out their their new hitmen, their new terrorist wing. 
it's not the Ku Klux Klan anymore. It's Antifa. They'll send Antifa to firebomb our houses, beat us with bicycle chains with a lock on them, and do all that thuggery when we have no way to defend ourselves. This is the scariest time for American freedom I've ever seen or heard of. Just think about it, you know, back when Obama was president, his chief of staff said, let no good crisis go to waste. And yes, we do have some crisis, crises on our hands with these shootings. But the answer is let good people defend themselves from evil people. Don't listen to Rom Deadfish Emanuel, who, yeah, Obama's former chief of staff once upon a time sent a dead fish to a political enemy. Let no good crisis go to waste. That's the liberal rallying cry at this point. God bless y'all. God bless America. Pray for one another. Love y'all. And uh, pray for me and my family. We're, we're having a terrible time with the uh, God-forsaken American medical system. I'll leave it at that. God bless you. Pray for one another. I cannot say that enough. I know I repeat myself over and over again. But, hey, why not? Uh, May 30th marks the ninth year since my grandmother passed away. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put that Puff P Diddy song on replay and play it again. But before the government grabs your guns, I found this interesting. Let's go into a little overtime here. And there's a YouTube link in the description in case you want to watch this for yourself. But uh, the Outdoors Outdoors Life ranked the best handguns of 2022. Link in the description on Rumble. Handgun Test Award winners. Best full-size handgun. CZ USA TS2 Racing Green Great Buy Full Size Handgun The Stoger that's spelled S O or S T O E G E R S T R F Best Midsize Gun The Sig Sig Sour Sig S I G Sour Sour, S-A-U-E-R, P-210 Carry, Best Mid-Size Handgun, 
Uh, they didn't really write this article well. The Taurus G3X Best Micro-Sized Handgun Great Buy. Kimber R7 Mako. Uh, Mako spelled M-A-K-O. So those are the best guns of 2022 according to Outdoor Life. Just a brief little, uh, in case you're looking for a new handgun to protect yourself. Or maybe shoot some deer, some bird. Don't shoot eagles, that's a federal felony. Don't shoot people unless they're trying to kill you. Alright, once again, God bless y'all. See you next time. Just wanted to run through the best handguns of 2022 according to Outdoor Life. This one's for you, Grandma and Pap.